0: Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible
1: study.
0: Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with our national anthem, The Star-Spangled Banner. Today is Independence Day, the day we consider our country's birthday. Our birth certificate is the Declaration of Independence, a document that few Americans have ever taken the time to read all the way through. It is only 1,321 words long. Fewer still appreciate the fact that without the Declaration of Independence... The Constitution and Bill of Rights lack a clear, profound basis. The basic truth of this paper is that each person derives his rights from God, and the chief purpose of government is to protect those rights. This was a daring and dangerous concept to put in paper in the year 1776. It is interesting to note that the Declaration of Independence makes four references to God. When our founding fathers drew it up and adopted it, they made it clear that God is the very foundation of the freedom of all men. They deliberately included two references to God at the beginning and two at the end. The task of writing it fell to Thomas Jefferson, only 33 years old at the time. His draft was slightly revised by the other members of the committee. John Adams. Benjamin Franklin, Robert Livingston, and Roger Sherman. Then they submitted the Declaration to the Continental Congress. Jefferson's first draft included only one reference to God. He stressed in the first sentence that the basic human rights are rooted in the laws of nature and in nature's God. Before the Declaration was submitted to the Congress for approval the committee inserted in the second sentence another specific reference to God, that all men are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. The members of Congress then took it upon themselves to add two more references to God. The added phrases are appealing to the supreme judge of the world and with a firm reliance on the protection of the divine providence. Of course, not all the members of the First Continental Congress were believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. But at least the leaders of our nation at that time realized a dependence upon God and they could not set up a new government without His permission. As they prepared to fight for the rights they proclaimed, they did not try to do it in their own strength, but they sought God's strength. Listen now as John and Penny Harris, Cheryl Heilman, and Larry Grable sing for us this beautiful song entitled, In God We Trust.
1: In wealth and trade and treaties made is not our confidence. Our guns and tanks and army ranks are not our sure defense.
0: You are listed during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30, then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunaBible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Randy Bickle plays for us in piano this lovely song, Stars and Stripes Forever. Freedom is not free. It is obtained and maintained at a very high cost. Liberty is priceless. It is often more valuable to men than life itself. Today is the birthday of our country. Take time to reflect on the early history of our nation. We are justly proud of the founders of our country and of their staunch stand on the issue of freedom. Our hearts quicken as we read the immortal words of the Declaration of Independence asserting that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We know that our liberty has come to us at a high cost, but we too often fail to realize that it can only be kept only if each generation is determined to guard it regardless of the price." The social contract of a democratic people must be perpetually renewed and defended. Benjamin Franklin saw years ahead and warned, those who give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. There's another aspect of freedom which is often lost to sight. Liberty is one thing which an individual or nation cannot have unless he or it is willing to share it with others. Abraham Lincoln, whose consuming passion was that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, declared that those who deny freedom to others deserve it not for themselves, and under a just God cannot long retain it. Freedom is frequently taken for granted and not really appreciated until it's been lost. Those of us who have never known the bitter tyranny of enslavement must learn in some other way to appreciate the personal and public liberties guaranteed by our country. Let us be thankful for one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Those of us who are not only free Americans, but also believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, really know what true freedom is. For we have experienced the truth of God's word. If the Son shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ today, and be spiritually free as well. Serve Him and your country as you go through life. Listen to the words of this song as Phyllis Cantawine sings America Medley.
2: like this America to me The sounds of people laughing that you hear most every day The factories and the farms and the playground where they play The silence of the mountains and the oceans mighty roar America America I like the sound of America I like the sound of America That sounding word that I've ever heard That's America, America I like the sound of America and the sun.
0: Time now for a Bible study portion of our broadcast, and this morning the topic of our Bible study is three important colors. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. If you were asked this question, what do the colors of the flag of the United States represent? How would you answer it? If you ascribe any meaning to the colors of the flag, you have answered the question incorrectly. The First Flag Act passed by the Continental Congress of June 14, 1777 states, Resolved that the flag of the United States be made up of 13 stripes, alternate red and white, and that the Union be 13 stars, white in a blue field, representing a new constellation. That's it. Nothing more. Sentimental writers and orators sometimes ascribe meaning to the colors in the flag. The practice is erroneous, as are statements on this subject attributed to George Washington and other founders of the country. On July 4, 1776, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson were given the task of creating a seal for the United States of America. The delegates of the Constitutional Convention believed an emblem and national coat of arms would be evidence of an independent nation and a free people with high aspirations and grand hopes for the future. Quoting from the book Our Flag, published in 1989 by the House of Representatives. On July 4, 1776, the Continental Congress passed a resolution authorizing a committee to devise a seal for the United States of America. The mission designed to reflect the Founding Fathers' beliefs, values, and sovereignty of the new nation did not become a reality on the June 20th, 1782. In the heraldic devices such as seals, each Emblem has specific meaning. Each color has specific meanings. The colors red, white, and blue did not have meanings for the stars and stripes when it was adopted. However, the colors in the Great Seal did have specific meaning. Charles Thompson, the Secretary of the Continental Congress, reporting to Congress on the seal, stated. And he goes on to talk about that white signifies purity and innocence, red hardness and valor, and blue the color of the chief, the broad band above the stars, stripes, signifies vigilance, perseverance, and justice. We, as Americans, know the importance of our great flag, of the great seal of those colors of the freedoms our flag stands for. Our flag symbolizes freedom and liberty, and freedom and liberty that ring not only here in the United States, but literally throughout the whole world. Those three colors to all believers have tremendous spiritual significance. White, purity, the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ, He is God. He is God manifested in human flesh. He was not just a God or a good prophet or a man or someone that God created. He was God himself. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open; another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Who will the unsaved be standing in front of? God, God the Son. Read John chapter 5, verses 25, down through verse 27. Revelation twenty-twelve is a deity verse of Scripture. It proves the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ that He is God. Interestingly, The modern Bibles change this word to the word throne. The reason for changing the word they reference to two ancient manuscripts, that is an attack upon the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Red, blood, the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Also read Colossians chapter 1 verse 14 or Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. The Lord Jesus Christ died for us and through his death, burial and resurrection we can have eternal life for those who trust and believe the gospel. Blue, heaven. Our hope is not this earth. The church, the body of Christ are heavenly people with a heavenly hope. Upon our salvation, we have a complete and absolute identification with Christ. We're seated in the heavenly places in Christ, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6, and are just waiting for the time that we will be ruling and reigning from the heavenlies. For those believers who are living in the United States of America, we have certain unalienable rights. Part of the First Amendment states that Congress shall make no laws prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Those precious words and truths have been under attack in some states during the COVID-19 pandemic. The breathtaking words, one nation under God or in God we trust, have been despised, hated, ignored, or even wanting them to be removed. We are conscious that our liberties, our freedoms, our Christian principles, and our Christian morals are under attack. And these attacks are forever increasing. Today... We honor and celebrate our great country and our freedom. Whether we are citizens of the United States of America or citizens of another country, we positively have a heavenly hope and not an earthly one. For believers, our hope is not this earth. We absolutely have a heavenly hope. Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. For our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for the savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you've never trusted Him... Lord Jesus Christ came into this world... He died on the cross... That through His death... Through His burial and resurrection... That shed blood... We can be saved... That you can be saved... Romans chapter 5 verse 1... Therefore being justified by faith... We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ... If you've never trusted Him... Won't you trust Him right now... Right where you're at... Before it's eternally too late... And for us who are believers... Wherever, wherever we have an earthly citizenship, this is not our hope. Our hope is not this earth. We, we're to be looking above Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Keep looking up, because that's where, where our hope is. It's clearly in the heavenlies. We celebrate our country's birthday today, but we recognize truly that we are citizens of heaven, looking to be going to heaven throughout all eternity.
2: if Jesus is my...